Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Encanto and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain? We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, fairy tale friends. Welcome to the first true episode of our ill-advised uh, idea <laughs> to ha- after this first episode of what we are calling Pinocchio Month. Now, you've already heard our Pinocchio episode, which was re-released last week. Yes. And second episode we ever recorded. Third episode, because we did do the one that was like, I'm Taryn, I'm oh, Ryan. That's right. that's right. The Once Upon a Time episode that I mm-hmm. feel like, I don't know, I I, 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 it, it, I don't think I've listened to that in forever, so I don't know. We could make bold claims in that, I, that yeah, we never Yeah, I might need to go with. back and listen to it. Um, So what we wanted to do with Pinocchio Month, I feel like when Disney comes out with one of these, you know, these classic fairy tale stories... A lot, there's a lot of other versions that's kind of like them. Some people are trying to capitalize on it. Some people are trying to like give it a different spin and all this other stuff. Um, So there are so many versions like Cinderella is another one where I feel like there's a bunch of different Cinderella movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you remember, you remember the year like there were two live action Snow Whites that came out at the same time? One was like Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, yeah. Mirror, Mirror with Julia, Julia Roberts. I don't remember that one, but it didn't do well. Um, so we decided we I decided and Tara <laughs> agreed that uh, we were going to watch a bunch of different versions of Pinocchio, and we started today with. Uh, 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 I, I, let me make a promise before we go any further. These get, I believe, they we are in ascending order of quality. I hope so <laughs> because <laughs> this one was a rough one. This one, Ryan always refers to it. We've mentioned it in multiple podcast episodes as Pinocchio Emperor of Nightmares. It's, it's the not actual that. title <laughs> is Pinocchio Emperor of the Night, but I think your title is just as appropriate. It's Pinocchio and the Emperor of My Nightmares. Yes. Yeah. Um, this was a movie. Now, let me ask you this. Did you we had this thing at our local theater when I was a kid that was like it was like it it was like summer it was summer film camp. And it was just, they would have these matinees where it was a new, you know, back then it wasn't, there weren't nearly as many kids movies as there are now. There mm-hmm. wasn't Disney, Pixar, DreamWorks, blah, 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 blah. So many like animated movies coming out of theaters. So it was like, if you want to take your kid to a, like uh, if there was an animated movie, it was like an event to go see a kid's movie in a theater. Yeah. And I- this was, if you want to see something like every week, they'd put on like, I think the Care Bears movie was one. I think I think at this thing is where I saw Rainbow Bright and the Star Stealer, which mm. is one we've done on the podcast. Yeah, well, and now Alamo, and I think other movie theaters do that. Like, they yeah. have summer movies that play new releases as well as older movies. When I was younger, we did a local summer camp that was all outdoor activities, but if it was raining, there was like a $2 or $4 theater or whatever, so they'd arrange for us to go there every so often. Right. But we'd see like Jurassic Park, things like that. Like oh. we didn't always see. Well, I, how old are you? Because I was six when I saw this. Like, uh, this was I was probably older kids. in summer camp, but not by, probably not by well, much older. I don't know. It wasn't actually a summer camp. It's just what they called it. Oh, and it was yeah. just at, like. So it was just like an event the movie theater put it on. It was just every Saturday 
every Saturday at like ten o'clock. It was a, it was an early morning the, uh, yeah. matinee, uh, and it would just they call it summer camp, and it was just bring your kids here, show them a movie mm-hmm. that like you know they'll love. And I remember year, seeing this. I have vague memories of seeing these movies, but what I have definite memories of is within the last ten years, just asking my mom apropos of nothing, what what's your least favorite movie? And she goes, oh, Pinocchio and the Emperor of Nightmares or whatever she called. You know, yeah. I think that's probably where I picked it up. And I was like, that's the worst movie. And it's just funny because I asked my grandmother a similar question. And she said, oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was a movie I had seen with her. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, slightly devastating that my mom and my grandmother's least favorite movies were events that we had gone to together. <laughs> just the two of us in those cases. Um, real quick question. Do you have like a, a, a least favorite movie of all time? No. Like a movie that you're like, oh, I will never see that piece of garbage again. I mean, I'm sure I've other said than, it about- Other than in the last 20 yeah, minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I've said it about things, but usually that doesn't stick with me. I usually remember things I enjoy more mm-hmm. than the other way around as far as movies go, so- well. Let's let me also ask you, like, what did you think of this? Because this well, being, let me. Do let we want to go into it a little bit first? Let me start out with, I didn't know it was animated. I didn't know, like, I didn't know what it was because you've talked about it on the podcast. You've mentioned it to me. I've heard the story about you going and seeing it and your mom not liking it. Uh, and I don't know why I didn't put together that it was animated, but I, I didn't really know what I was in for until we sat down and started watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out in 1987, and I'm going to just read the synopsis because it really is supposed to be a sequel to Pinoc- to Disney's Pinocchio, even though Disney didn't do it. But, or I well, guess it's a, a sequel, sequel to, to the, the story. story. Yeah, it's- uh, but the story that we know that Disney did, mm-hmm. because they do a lot of one-for-ones. It's definitely trafficking on a lot of the iconography that Disney uses. Yeah, so the synopsis here is, now a real boy, Pinocchio is sent on an errand to deliver a jewel box, but loses it to Sly Raccoon Scallywag. Ashamed at his stupidity, Pinocchio runs away to the carnival, but the show's owner is the sinister emperor of the night who tries to turn him back into a puppet. Although that's not all entirely true. Like, it's a very, like, I don't know. There's a lot here. Simultaneously, I'm like, it's not entirely true. And also, I don't care to really think about what actually happened. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Because this movie is just... We got up and did chores while this movie was Well, on. we also like, watched it with commercials. If you're yeah. curious about it, you can watch it for free on... Freebie, I think is what it was. I think it's yeah. also on YouTube. If you have... I've been really... I feel like YouTube is, has gotten a lot more commercials lately. But anyway, I feel like you can watch it on YouTube pretty much free. It's not Yeah, like, but if you, you, if you feel it. like you need to check it out, um, you can watch it in either of those two places. We should share some of the famous voices that are in this movie because yeah. there are a few. So Edward Asner plays okay. So the, instead of a instead of like uh, Jiminy Cricket, no, 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 oh. the, the the cat and the fox. There's a raccoon and a very like a monkey that is 100. percent I don't know what foreign country the monkey is from, but it is clearly like an immigrant a monkey. Bizarre it's accent, not great. The monkey is Frank Welker. Edward Asner is the uh, Ed Asner is the um, raccoon. Uh, Oh my god, I can't remember his name to save my life. Who is who is the 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 is G Willikers the Glowbug? Jiminy Cricket. No, 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 no. Oh, no. The, voice? the voice. I don't remember. I I it's, didn't write it down. It's the guy from Mayberry. 
Do you need me to look it up? Uh, for some reason, my brain keeps thinking Dwight Yoakam, and that's not it. No, that's a singer. Yes, it is Barney Fife. It is the guy who plays Barney Fife, and his, that actor's name is Don Knotts. Okay, glad you got it before I could Woo! search for it. Uh, yeah, uh, and then there's a glowworm who is clearly the G, the the Jiminy Cricket. Uh, version but they couldn't do jimmy cricket so they name it g willikers yes and he, that is don knotts who is carved from wood and just comes alive kind of with like stray blue fairy magic yeah the, then, well it's not stray she she touches him does like she, she okay. yeah she actively turns him basically the blue fairy just gets pinocchio out of all jams like i don't feel like he really learned he says he learned a lesson in this but not really but yeah there's a lot of one for ones here and it kind of you know we won't go through the whole plot but no essentially we won't (laughs) geppetto is celebrating his first birthday as a real boy and the most expensive piece geppetto has ever made is this jewel box and he's got to take it to the mayor and pinocchio asks if he can take it he's never delivered anything before it's the first errand he's ever run for Geppetto, and it's yeah, like the most expensive doozy. thing. And so that's how he then meets up with the raccoon and the monkey, and then, you know, he loses it to them and then decides to run away to the carnival. And, you know, he's basically enticed by very similar things that he's enticed by in the Disney version. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, Pinocchio leaves, he does something stupid, he gets in trouble, he gets uh, hoodwinked by a puppeteer. He leaves he's he's but the puppeteer turns him back into a puppet right yeah for i i think so it's a little confusing but it seems that a lot of the puppets under what i called puppuccino but he is <laughs> puppetino puppetino is his name which the names in this are terrible it's like the bad guy the kind of like con man raccoon is named scallywag yeah igor evil, or, or yeah, igor I, his his assistant is igor the monkey the, the most you know, famous assistant name of all time. Yeah. There's a girl puppet that like uh, Pinocchio just like lusts after and her very uh, clever name is Twinkle. Mm -hmm. And then like, no, like all the characters who aren't Geppetto, Pinocchio have like just, it's just terribly written. The whole thing with Twinkle, like Twinkle's like the only, there's two female characters in this movie. There's the blue fairy who like just shows up and fixes Pinocchio's problems and disappears. And then also like sounds like she's on like a heavy dose of Xanax. Yeah, she sounds very like, hey, Pinocchio. Pinocchio. And then, but apparently she battles the emperor of the night. But she doesn't, Pinocchio does. No, but like he, he says that he at one point says something that it, is the equivalent of like she's my my nemesis. Yeah, they're like but, opposing evil. Yeah, and they're good. opposing evil but and like, good. But we never see them in the same shot together because Pinocchio has the blue fairy magic within him all the time. I guess or something. There's, yeah, there's a weird thing about Pinocchio. You can't give up your freedom because if you give up your freedom, then you become a puppet. Yeah, it's basically he remember that he has free will, and I'm like, well, he did have free will. He just made poor choices. So, but then that means his freedom's given up. I don't know. It's a little confusing. Uh, but Twinkle, the part that's confusing but sad and also creepy is it kind of leads you to believe that like all the puppets that this puppeteer and you find out that his boss is the emperor of the night. So at first you think like he's the one controlling everything, but all the puppets, you get the impression that at one point they were real children because when we go to 
inside the ship, when they leave the carnival and pack up, they go into this enchanted ship. He goes, they basically go to Pleasure Island, but it's like the neon... Cabaret. Cabaret, that's what it is. There's a little song about it. And it's all these kids, but then I think later when they show those shelves of puppets those were all the kids yeah so i think all of those kids were turned to puppets which is horrifying because at the end spoiler alert they sink the ship and only twinkle gets turned into a real girl and it, she's kind of like i'm real but i'm like again or for the first time yeah yeah what's happening yeah it's a little confusing and i'm but- like did all those other kids die Th- so if we weren't doing this as part of Pinocchio Month, it would 100% be childhood trauma theater. Yeah, it would be. And I mean, because it's one that you had seen younger that I had not seen. It is kind of horrifying. The Emperor of the Night has four arms. <laughs> he is voiced. We didn't mention him. Oh, James Earl Jones. Yeah, the biggest of all the voices. Yeah. He's the voice of the Emperor. Uh, and he is pretty terrifying, I yeah. will say. Uh, and the whole that whole storyline. But then there's this whole other plot where the first character we meet is this Grumblebee. I forgot about Grumblebee. It's the first character we meet and he observes that the carnival's coming into town and he's all grumpy about it, blah, blah, blah. He looks and like then, if a centaur but a bee. Yeah. <laughs> like he's got like he's got a human, human torso and then an extra pair of human legs and a bee butt. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. weird. But... uh him and Willikers, the glow bug, who's essentially Jiminy Cricket, they Who are like this duo. Who doesn't become real at the end? Does he? I think he he was wood, and she made him real because he can move and talk now. He just still but, looks like wood. No, he's still made out of wood because at one point he goes, I can float. Knock, knock, knock. Like Oh. like does So she didn't make him real. She just made, made him, him alive. alive. Like, like Pinocchio in the first I guess movie. that's, yeah. <laughs> Where he's just a puppet. but he's... That's true. Yeah, I guess that's what she did for him. But um, And the reason he's Willikers is because Pinocchio says G. Willikers a lot. Yeah. And that's where that name comes from. But they go on this journey to find Pinocchio but none of the, it's a huge part of the movie is just the two of them. And I'm like, this movie could have been so much shorter if G. Willikers just teamed up with Geppetto. Like, I would have rather had yeah. like Willikers and Geppetto go at like Willikers being like, because Willikers takes it on like Jiminy Cricket did. Like, I have to watch Pinocchio. But nobody really told him that. He just kind of took it upon himself that he needs to look out for Pinocchio. He could have very easily just gone to Geppetto and been like, hey, we need to find him and Geppetto could have carried him but instead or he could have just gone to Bugsburg or wherever all the bugs lived and just settled down with a wife and kids like yeah, he never I guess. had to be a part yeah, of anything. but it was like they introduced this character and then they introduced like he's a grump and it seems like he's on his own but then he's a part of a town and then we go to the town and you meet all these bugs and then this giant frog and like there's a whole like the whole crazy, Bugsburg thing could just be there's gone. a whole crazy subplot there that you're like you don't really need any of that because then you have another subplot which is with the raccoon and the monkey so yeah. it's it's in in that way I guess it is similar to Pinocchio where there's like many stories within a story. Yeah. But none of them really come together and I can't believe I'm saying this as well as they do in Disney's Pinocchio cuz I feel like I haven't gone back and listened to our Pinocchio episode but I do feel like you know we talked about the different stories and and the way they connect or don't connect or whatever but obviously Disney does a much better job than this did. I keep doing this thing lately where I'm like do we want do I want to get really nice 4K versions of the Disney movies and especially the classics some of them I do they just released a 4K or they're about to or something of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Well, I'm not a huge fan of that movie. Mm-hmm. Like A it's short and B like it in 4K probably looks 
amazing. It looked cool today. So today, a uh, little peek behind the curtain, we saw Little Shop of Horrors in the theater, and beforehand oh, they right, were right, right, showing. Right, right. They were it showing all like killer, killer plants and trees. and trees. And so they showed the clip when she's in the forest. And it looked cool up on the big right. screen. And I don't think that that was 4K. I just think it was it on the big screen. Yeah. It was kind of neat to see it that way. And I always go, okay, well, I'll start with Snow White. And then maybe I'll go through all the Disney movies and figure out which ones are one in 4K. Okay, number two, Pinocchio. Ugh, okay, no, <laughs> I wouldn't. I would never watch it. Snow White, I probably would, maybe. I think Pinocchio, this, this is getting a little off, but I think it's also for Pinocchio I think Disney's Pinocchio looks amazing, and I actually would get it because I think it would look really good. It's just yeah. weird. There are so it's many parts of it. It's such a weird, bonkers storyline. Yeah, yeah. And this one is similar because it does the one-for-one one but is even weirder. Uh, I don't really know. I won't be getting this in 4K, oh, don't you worry. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> I think those are all the like big things that I had uh, about the movie. It's just, it is well, a weird, it is a little bit of a weird fever dream, I think. Yes, so this felt a lot like, if you haven't gone back and listened to our The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, this oh, felt yeah, very similar bit. in that I'm like, I need someone else to see this so I can know for sure it exists. Yeah, and it wasn't in your <laughs> mind or in your dream or whatever, yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit because I think as we go through this, we're going to talk a lot about the character of Pinocchio. Okay. Now, thinking about how he is, we talked about how he was kind of annoying in Disney's Pinocchio. This Pinocchio is so much worse. Oh, a million times so worse. So much worse. I would take Disney's Pinocchio over this Pinocchio yes. any day. Disney's Pinocchio is at least a little cute. This guy, I was like, throw him off the boat. He was I, a- I was going to say, I had more love for Scallywag and Igor when they're like, they trick him into like running the boat so they can fish. I was like, yeah. good for you guys. <laughs> like, yeah. great. But here's my thing the first Pinocchio in Disney's Pinocchio, he's very naive, a little annoying, but it all makes sense because he was a puppet, mm-hmm. right? This is continuing that story. So we're to believe that he's lived through all of those things that we saw in the Disney movie. He's been tricked by the fox, and I can't remember his name. Honest John yes, he's been, and Gideon. I yeah, think he's been names. tricked by Honest John. You know, he's been sold to um, Stromboli. Stromboli. He then goes Somehow to Pleasure a Island. Name than Puppetino. <laughs> yeah. You know what Puppetino sounds like? Al Pacino. It's not Al. It's, it's Dunk. dunk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he's been through all of that, right? He's had life experience now. This Pinocchio in this version should have been able to take all of that. And even if he didn't have more street smarts, there should have been a little bit of something. But they kind of just put him back to before he was a real boy in this mm-hmm. one. And I was like, no, he's been a real boy for a year. We're celebrating his year birthday, which is also super confusing for him as he gets older on how old he actually is. Uh, but that's another side story. But like, he should have had a year of experiences. It almost feels like he's been a shut-in for a year. Like in the first one, he goes to school and him walking to school alone is like how he gets sidetracked. Mm -hmm. This just feels like, I guess maybe Geppetto after all of that craziness was like, I'm going to homeschool you. Like, (laughs) Well, Tara, I want to take a minute. I want you, we both remarked on this. When he lost the family jewels. The jewel box. uh, The jewel box. And then- he got grounded from Geppetto and then he ran away to the carnival, got turned into a puppet. Two things happened. One, the blue fairy immediately showed up and bailed him out. 
Yeah. And then, and then they cut to Geppetto, who's coming to his door and be like, I'm so sorry I yelled at you, and has a piece of birthday cake for, for breakfast. breakfast. So he's not exactly in the most Fair caring home. He's in a home where he is... He, he, he is, cherished no matter what. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I so. guess, yeah. Good point. But I, for me, I think that's... Well, there, there were a few things that were frustrating about this, but that, I think, was the most frustrating because he was the main character, right? Like, yes. And so it was frustrating that it was like he they didn't... I understand it wasn't a Disney sequel, but you're taking the story of Pinocchio, so you could have built upon that. And instead, you kind of just made another Pinocchio. So I don't know that you I, needed to, like, go through, like, he's a year old, he's a whatever, like, just make... Just make your own version of Pinocchio. Like we what, didn't need yeah. he was a real boy for a year and you know, and he the fairy godmother at the end she's like, You I won't see you anymore because you won't need me anymore. I'm like, that's we'll see you next, next yeah, year. Yeah. I was when like something else goes wrong. That that's a, a load a when, load he, of when, lies. He, when he wants another girlfriend after he's gotten over Twinkle. Yeah, who then goes to live with them, I guess as a I sister guess. question mark. Yeah, it's weird. Um this is a weird thought I had, but for some reason, I don't know how to say this any other way. I feel like your dad gives off big Geppetto energy. In I think you said life. that in the original yeah. episode, too. I can, I like, get why. I love this idea. In my mind, I, like if I did another Pinocchio and filmed it, I, a short story, it would be Jim making a little boy out of pipes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Petto, that'd be his Jim Petto would be good. Yeah, he's a plumber, <laughs> so that's where the pipes come yeah, in. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he's just got kind of a handy energy in this, like a... And he's, yeah, he's got a good heart. I feel like Jim has got a good heart, and he's... He's also, like, seems to be happy being just a single dad, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's got real, like, like, Geppetto's not like like you see a lot of these movies where it's like it's just my dad by himself it's always like the kid trying to hook the dad up with somebody mm. jim has geppetto energy in that he's like i just want my kids and that's all that matters to yeah me. like i don't mm-hmm. know just it, i mean that the best way after coming off of i'm sorry here's some birthday cake yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. this specific geppetto but. yes yeah uh so for this series we're doing are we gonna rank the pinocchios then we could Okay, so right now it's Disney's Pinocchio followed by this one. Absolutely. By a, a long, long distance and then this one. Yeah. So what, uh, besides that, what did you want out of this month? You just kind of wanted us to watch each one? I, or? Think, we'll, I think we'll kind of develop things. I think it'll be interesting as we go into the next one to see like how the story is the same, how they do it better. Mm-hmm. The next one we're doing, and I forgot the exact name of it, but it's the Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes, I was hoping uh, for Pinocchio it. One. Saw it in the theater, baby. Also with uh, puppets done by Jim Henson's Creature Ooh, Shop. Ooh, exciting. Um, which will make sense why we're excited about that probably a little later. Um, but yeah, so that'll be the next one we do I'm and we'll see. I, I just thought, you know, I wanted this to be very low impact to us, you know, as we're far gonna, as research as and, far as research like and stuff, yeah. cause we're, as we said before, going through a move, doing a lot of that stuff, but wanted to get you, I thought it'd be a lot of fun. I also, most of it is I'm curious about the, uh, Disney, the Tom Hanks Pinocchio mm-hmm. and Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Yes, yeah, he is. He is going to be Guillermo, like from. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, what we do in the shadows. Um, I, I want to see. I want to see the Guillermo del Toro one. I believe it won Best Picture for that year, for Best Animated Feature mm. for that year. So. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Uh, I am excited about the JTT one. I've not seen it since I was a child, but I remember loving it when I saw it in the theater. Yes. So. so. Hopefully, uh, by the third one, we won't be like, good God. 
you yeah. know. But I, I am interested to see this stuff. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. And uh, uh, no lie, I'm happy to start this week, <laughs> this month. <laughs> that was a really dumb Pinocchio joke. All right, uh, we'll see you next time, listeners. All right, take care. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you've got a Disney story to share, a bone to pick with us, or just want to say hello, call the Princess Diaries hotline at 707-YO-TRPD-1. That's 707-968-7731. You can send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com, tweet at us at trpdiaries on Twitter, or check out our Instagram at trprincessdiaries. Join the Facebook group to post Disney memes, vote in our Disney theme brackets, and meet other fairy tale friends. Facebook.com slash groups slash TR Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five star review. Check out pods.link slash TR Princess Diaries for all the places you can find us on the web, including how you can support us through our coffee account or our Redbubble merchandise store. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after.